H. Me here, I've been spending a whole bunch of time trying to think of what I should do for an intro. And man, it just hasn't been coming to me. I've, I've, it's, it, this was only supposed to be like a half hour long process for me to do this and put the ending on and have the episode ready to go for, uh, for all of you on Sunday. Uh, but here I am having the hardest time coming up with an intro. So I just did this and, um, yeah. I did this. Uh, and that's, that's the intro. Um,. Yeah. I'm going on vacation. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs> Listener discretion is advised. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, juggalos, juggalettes, and those who don't identify as such. This is Juggalo Judgment, where two friends take time out of their busy schedules to sit down, listen to, and analyze music of the Juggalo variety. You're joined by your hosts, Mike and... <sighs> Shmeev. It's been a minute since we've gotten to record together. It has. Like, it has. It, we've we've been, been on like a month. <laughs> various hiatuses for reasons. Yeah. Y'all wouldn't know, because we've had that lovely little buffer that we yeah. desperately try and keep up. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since, like, specifically just us recorded yeah, the thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's that's fine. But I mean, you know what? You're still here with us. If if you're if you're back with us, then, yeah. If you you've know, been here you. before, yeah. And if you're jumping, we'd off like for the to first welcome time. you back. If yeah, you're jumping off for the first time, we can't, in good conscience, welcome you back. But it's we can just welcome. Not you. correct. We can welcome you. Right. That's, we could do that. Um, I think what we should be doing, uh, what you should do is you should stop this episode right now and go to the other version of this episode where we have the proper welcome for you, the, the welcoming of new people. Uh, this is the episode where we welcome back the people who have listened before. So I want you to go and listen to that one or go listen to a prior episode where, you know, we have both welcomes and come back to this one. From now on, we're going to be releasing two versions. One's the welcome back, one's the welcome. <laughs> I can hear Aaron yelling in the distance. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing today, bud? I'm doing. I'm doing. Uh, I, I, I see your dog in the background, and I'm like, glad the one I was taking care of isn't here anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's right there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, how was how was Fred Astaire? He was good. He was good. It's just, you know... He's uh, he he's he's not he's not a uh, a one person dog. He requires more than one person around, especially if that one person has to fucking work. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it was fun. I, I, we we I, had uh, we had some good times. That's good. That's good. I have just been fucking trucking along <laughs> yeah for for lack of better term but you know what i'm 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 managing we're, we're gonna go with that you know summer yeah. summer is here it we're, is we're enjoying it at this point whenever this album comes or this episode comes out um people are gonna be getting ready to go to the gathering that's true yeah that's crazy shit i actually which just, means uh, i'm getting early. ready to go on vacation yeah i just, haven't done just anything earlier yet. just earlier today i had somebody be like hey Go ahead to the gathering. This is a person that we used to work with at Walmart, oh. actually. And uh, they haven't talked to me in a couple of years, actually. And out of the blue, they said, go to the gathering. I'm like, I can't. And they were like, 
yeah, you're never going to go then. And I'm like, fucking bitch, I was going to go last year. Like, we were going to go last they, they kinda year. They kind of fucked us on that one. Like, And by they, like, I mean... Not, the circumstances. It's, it's, yeah, it's not even a, it's not even a, a like, oh, hindsight's twenty twenty. yeah, you say you were going to go. No, we fully, like, had the idea that we were going to go in 2020. Yeah. And it didn't happen. And unfortunately, this year, with the way things were, A, announced, uh, yeah. B, you're going to be on vacation at the time. I am. And C, I'm having massive fucking lifestyle changes going on right now that it is not viable for me to go literally so, had they uh had they announced it earlier i i could have planned that like i could have just been like because the vacation that i'm going on is with a bunch of friends and they were like hey and it was literally just kind of like a hey here's the span that we'd like to do this vacation yeah. and it's just like well this was a while ago we planned this out well in advance because uh-huh. that's what you do with events <laughs> Right. And that's why, like, it's funny because the the gathering this year was also the same time as the, like, convention that ICP was going to be at in, like, Chicago or something. Um, And then the news of that um, uh, popping up of them not being able to to be there for that show or whatever came out and people were like, what the fuck? What's going on? And then, like, three days later, they announced that the gathering was happening. So, um... But also, it's legit the same weekend, or or at least two of the dates overlap with Astronomicon, and a oh, lot of yes. people were already going to that because that was announced back in like February or some shit, <laughs> like way in advance. So people obviously were buying tickets for that and whatnot. Um, not really viable to go to both of those, and unfortunately, based on what I'm hearing about what's happening at the gathering this year, this would not have been the year for me to go. No. Um. So, yeah, a, a very uh, severe lack of artists um, uh, and just a lot of stuff. If if you had to ask I mean, me if I wanted to go to that or Astro, I would have wanted to go to Astro. There are, like, what, two signed artists on on Psychopathic? Basically. <laughs> like they don't I, I, believe, I believe that ICP is headlining every night. Like, I, I know that they don't, um, you know, I, I know it's not like the gathering isn't exclusively a Psychopathic thing, but I mean... No. But there's only ICB and Weijimac. Yeah. And then you have some people who are associated with psychopathic. Or just some random people that they kind of like and they're like, maybe our crowd, maybe our audience would like these guys. And pretty much not the other half of who used to run with them. So so let me, but let me be clear. I'm not being like, I'm not criticizing it. If you're going to the gathering, I really hope that you, A, are safe. Uh, yeah. B, I hope you have a fucking blast. Like, legit. I really hope that you enjoy yourselves. Um, Hell yeah. It's just, unfortunately, it was not in the cards for us to go this year. Nah. Apparently, it wasn't in the cards for us to go last year. Maybe next year. I don't fucking know. <laughs> like, uh, you know what? Here, here's here's a thing that I, I, I will do. Um, I, will, I, will, I will not say that we're definitely going oh, no, next I, year. I can't say <laughs> that we definitely will, but I'll say, like, regardless of where it is, I will I will put forth my best efforts to make sure that we can do it. <laughs> I just really would have liked to have gone to this one that's in Ohio since it's a fucking hour away. Like, right. you couldn't get much more perfect. Like, like I might else? even know somebody who's in the area that we could just crash with. <laughs> uh, seriously, I'm like, man, I probably, I know at least a couple people in Ohio. I'm sure that, you know, be like, hey, can I, can I pay y'all just to, <laughs> so we can stay in, in a room? 
But fuck it. We're not talking about The Gathering today. No. We're talking about music like we always do. What are we talking always. about today, my friend? We're talking about the Ray 3 Mason Sorry, I think you I think you need to speak up a little bit. We're talking about the Wraith Remix album, specifically the part of it that pertains to the Wraith Shangri-La. Yes, we are. Talk about the Wraith Remix albums. This was a double disc release from the tail end of 2006, I believe. I think it was like November or in, in December, something along those lines. Mm. Um, and specifically today, we're going to talk about the Wraith Shangri-La's remix album. I'm showing the, the cover. I'm sure Steve can see it. You yep. probably already knew about it. I, it I, is I one have of the, it in my thing. That is true. Um, I just want to point out that I really love the fact that they basically just combined the two wraiths, um, the designs, and that would honestly be a pretty cool tattoo, or at least a fucking t-shirt design, which I've never seen uh, of just that. But anyways, this album spawned about because The Tempest, which is the next LP from ICP, was delayed. (laughs) For whatever reason, it just was not done. (laughs) On time. <laughs> Who would have seen it coming? <laughs> Guys, it's okay. Oh, they, they never delayed on albums ever again. It's never happened. It's never happened ever Never again. going to happen. No. But anyways, so yeah, they basically took the last two full-length albums and decided, hey, let's have some specific producers go ahead and give their own takes on this. And... Shmeev, please, please express your uh, your opinions on remixes that we've discussed thus far on on our podcast. They suck. Okay, so you have not really come across any remixes that you have been a fan of so far. Not like any particularly great ones. Like, mm-hmm. you know, most of them. A lot of them have just been like, okay, this is just kind of whatever. It's fine. Like the Fatso ones, had, there are there good ones on the Fatso thing. Mm-hmm. That was all right. There there are some, some okay ones there and some really good ones. Uh, and for the most part, a lot of ones that we've had before that have just been like, either this is just mostly the same song and I don't notice that much of a difference, or they have no idea what the fuck they're what song they're remixing and i don't know why they did this mm. to the jim johnston remix of chicken hunting <laughs> which is okay but i just don't care right. as much for it now you'll know that we've already actually come across two of the remixes that are on these two cds uh the one from homies and uh the one for cpks which is on hell's pit both of those were featured on forgotten freshness volume four i forgot so... we already got cpks yeah, so we won't have to worry about uh, talking about those. Um, I should point out, though, that this, honestly, is a pretty solid, like, compilation in the sense that it's not the full album's remix. So no. they, it does remove a couple tracks from each one. But this was only, like, $15 for two discs. That's um, not bad. Which is pretty fucking awesome. I'm pretty sure that I actually bought this in, like, 2007. Um I think I legit bought this as well as the Ray Shangri-La and Hell's Pit at, on the same day. <laughs> so, um, I don't really think there's much else to go over. I I know for a fact that when we mentioned, uh, when we did our Hell's Pit episode, I specifically said that there is a song on um, 
from there where the remix outshines it like immensely. Yeah. And I haven't really listened to the Wraith Shangri-La remix album. I mean, I haven't listened to either of these albums in a very long time. So with the exception of Homies, I could not really remember any of the remixes on this. So this was honestly a very like uh, f- first time again listen for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so this isn't really going to be us discussing uh, any of the songs per no. se. It's mostly going to be the instrumentals and not, not a lot of content. How it, just uh, just kind of yeah. what's what's really, different. Yeah, what's different? How does it stack up to the original? You know, does it fit with what the song uh, originally asked for? So. It, this this might be a bit of a there, shorter episode, but hey, it's okay. It's there still, is still... at least one track on here that I remember that I believe has additional vocals added to it. I believe there's like an extra verse in one of these. We'll get to it uh, if I remember. Did I'm I? Gonna uh... say no, but I'm pretty. I don't think um, that's a thing. We'll we'll, we'll see. I'll, I'll get we'll come to, to it. it. We'll come yeah. to it very quickly. But before we do that, we have to crack open. A motherfucking Fago. We sure do, and it's a special day, you know. It really is. Mike, what do you what do you have for us today? I have in my possession genuine, delicious firework Fago. What a coincidence. It, uh, uh let me tell you, see, I was out walking the other day with Fred Astaire. And as I was walking, uh, oddly enough, uh, it, it was at the same at, um, at the same time as this event happened to me. Also, somebody some some wacko drove by and yelled out their car window at me, and I have no idea what that was about. It was very strange and weird. But whenever I came home, I walk up the stairs and I see right next to my door, out of nowhere, a bottle. Of genuine Fago delicious firework. Holy shit. Can you fucking believe that? That's a weird, crazy happenstance. It sure is. But neither of us have had... Well, have you have you had one yet? Or you've no. been waiting? You've been waiting I for this moment. I have been waiting. Okay, neither of us have tasted the bounty of for, Fago firework. For those who are, are unsure or haven't heard of this... This flavor is brand new. Yes. I don't know if it's if it's a temporary flavor, if they're going to make it permanent. Um, but it is supposed to taste like a bomb pop. It's yep. supposed to taste like uh, uh, cherry, lime, and I think blue raspberry. What, whatever raspberry. is in that classic ice cream man staple. Yes. And people are losing their shit trying to find it. And I went to the convenience store that's a block away from you. Yep. Because I was like, well, I got to pick up a Fago for when we record. You know, let's see what I'm going to grab. And I just saw it. And I was like, holy fuck, they have it. I was there just the other day because I wanted to get like some ice cream or something. And their freezer Uh is down. And then I went and checked the, uh, you know, I just checked the cooler real quick to see if maybe they restocked and they didn't have anything there. And so then I, I was just kind of like not certain what I should do at that point. So I got like a Twix and a bag of chips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it's it's a place where you kind of feel awkward if you don't pick something up. <laughs> I mean, I wanted something to snack on. 
right, but I right. wanted it to be ice cream. <laughs> but I also want to point out that I was talking um, when I posted the picture on on Twitter that I had this. People were like, "Yo, what's it like?" I'm like, "I haven't opened it yet." Yeah, like I have had two of these just sitting in my in my fridge, and I was going to have one a couple days ago. And I was like, "You know what? No, I need to have this be <laughs> unique, authentic. Like the first taste on this episode be be hype." This is the world shit. premiere. It is. It really is. And don't you know I was no talking one else to Blade has had this yet. I was talking to Blade uh, two days ago. Mm-hmm. They fucking bought a case <laughs> from Fago. Blade lives in Michigan. Can't find the shit anywhere. <laughs> bought a case. That shit after shipping comes to like two dollars a bottle. <laughs> you know. But I I, I need to keep my eye out for more of these because I've heard it's really fucking good. So I think. I think that's enough preamble. Let's fucking get into this. Let we, us. We, you've been waiting long enough. Let's crack oh. these motherfuckers open. Oh, it smells just like it. Oh, that's oh. a good pop on that uh, fizz there. Oh. I'm down with this. Hmm. Hmm. Oh yeah. I am I am a hundred percent down with this. Holy okay. Shit. That's odd. It, it's got it like it's like than... a mild flavoring of it, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not it's not super overpowering, which I like. Um, cause I feel like that might be too sweet and I wouldn't be able to handle it. It, it took, it took a couple sips for me to be like, there's that, it, there it, it is. It takes more than one. It takes more than one. Holy shit. Oh man, I really hope I can find more. And at first I was really worried because it looked like mine expired in November of 1821. <laughs> it's quite a while ago. Yeah, not, not quite. But with that <laughs> said, let's get into this. Yep. We're going to uh, start off with Walk Into the Light, the Mikey Clark remix.
We got Mikey Clark coming in on this one. And you know what? It gives a really good, like, ambiguous air of mystery to it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it, it feels really... This, this would feel really good as the opener to an album. Like, mm-hmm. I don't... I wish I would... I actually should have just left it playing for a little bit because the second verse and the way that he kicks into it, I was like, eh, I don't care for that at all. But, um... Now, in general, this one, it, it, it's pretty good. I think double-timing the hook felt a little weird to me, but overall, I, I, I like the track. The vibe is definitely way different. Yes. And... I, I I know that that you and I talked about this. I don't remember if it was on an episode or not, but where we mentioned that unless Mikey Clark is working on something like from the beginning, like it, I, I, he shouldn't remix yeah, it. I, I I texted it to you that uh, okay. Mikey Clark is is at his best whenever he is building something from ground the ground up. up. Like that's that's where he's at. If he is working on something that's already been set, I feel like he just doesn't quite know what to do with it. Right. I I mean, I think that it sounds good mm-hmm. like in Shaggy's verses, honestly. I like the kind of like I don't know if it's supposed to be like a plucked strings sound that like is is like on the downbeats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's um, like a uh, like a plucked violin thing. Sounds yeah, like. like that sounds cool. And I also kind of like it, it. You hear it after the chorus, but there's just a little like light kind of yep, uh, that like reverb guitar. guitar. Yeah, that sounds cool. I can't stand what happens in that second verse no. when Jay comes in. I and hate it, that. Like it's, it the, sounds like he's just listened to it and it's like because, you know, his first lines are like, I hold a bloody extra. He yeah. doesn't have to. He's like, I have to make this all dark and stuff. It's like, you don't. You fucking don't, no. man. The whole track is just fucking positive shit. Yeah. Like this. It's it's a cool instrumental, but unfortunately, yeah. it's not matching up with what the what the, the tone is supposed to be. And like. I actually really like the the original chorus because I like hearing Jay doing the harmony chorus. I think that sounds really cool. Removing <laughs> the high end on this just makes it sound a little more hollow and it's it just does not do it for me. So it, it just it starts off like this album starts off weird with <laughs> this song. At, at some point I, in my second listen, um I decided like my that that I would have to do a listen with headphones because certain stuff I was just missing in it on yes. speakers and stuff. Um, so I did appreciate this track a little bit more whenever I gave it my last listen, but I'm still kind of like overall I like it. I like the way that it works and all that stuff, but I would take the original over this like ten times out of ten. I agree. I agree. Hundred percent. Let's move on um, to track number two, welcome which is welcome to, to the show. show, Kuma. Welcome to the show. 
girls, come on and see the show. It's the mystical, magical, great dark carnival. Don't bother looking for parking. Get rid of it. It ain't like you ever coming back, you fucking idiot. Carnival and murder's only when you about to die. Right now, motherfucker, you about dead in the sky. So come and put your soul up on the murder no ground. And we'll scrap you down and spin you into oblivion. I got a spike for your neck with my ninja blow gun. Because I beat a jug a lot of dime, down a lot of shogun. I swings my sword down and splits you in two. Before you even fall, I bitch smack both of you. Welcome to our carnivals, 50,000 juggalos, freaks and weirdos and killers at our show. I'm just glad we down with them, hate to be young. To have a juggalo shed in my skull for the carnival. The first thing that we notice off the bat that's very different is the original chorus is pretty much gone. Uh, we yeah. only hear it in the very beginning. Um, this track is condensed like fuck. And then um, it's extended with another verse. With another verse, yes. Uh, I don't that know does you, exist. You <laughs> yeah. And I, and I actually just went to Genius, and this track is listed specifically. And um, uh, this was uh, annotated. I noted it specifically because yeah. there's a very awkward pause in the middle of it. <laughs> like, Jay yes. finishes a line, and then there's this big pause, and I'm like, what? What yeah. happened? <laughs> yeah, and so it makes me wonder if it was a verse that was already made, but they decided to leave it out for whatever reason. If I had to guess, that's probably the case, because Jay's voice still sounds like Jay's voice of 2002. I don't know, the recording sounds a little different to me. Mm, something his, might be in the quality or something i don't know it might be just because of how the instrumental works with it but anyways like um this mix is really cool um, it is a cool mix it's 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 interesting i feel like one of the things that i that i have a problem with in some areas of this is i feel like the people remixing this really just wanted to be remixing the hell's pit side of it i mean we do see that some of these people will still show up on the next. Yeah. Yeah. The next one. Like, it's not that they were exclusively only doing stuff on one album over another. I'm sure like he did the picked... intro section with the, with the hook. And then for the rest of it, he was like, I want this to be a hell's pit song though. <laughs> yeah. Cause hell's pit did have that style overall. I can't recall it. It, it, it was a little Kuma... moody and bloopy in, in this one in particular. And it's just like, mm -hmm. and he has that, that sound over the, um, the chant part where it's just like that's yeah that's just hell's pit as fuck which is i don't even know if it's that i think it's the instrumental just reversed yeah i think that's what it is but i i'll say this now kuma i think is a standout on this he's record. very good i really like the stuff he does on here um and so it i i really uh, as a spoiler now i had to like basically prevent myself from just taking three songs of his. <laughs> but, um... Oh, shit, no, I forgot this... I had to do that. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. I actually did that. I did that last night. It was it was interesting. But, um, no, this one's not bad. I think that this honestly feels better than what the first track did. Um, I won't necessarily say that this is better than the original version because the original version still does something very cool. Um, but having a new verse on uh, tacked onto this, which, like I said, I think it's probably a, a verse that was from the original sessions, um, just based on 
how Jay's voice sounds because his voice sounds completely different after this album. Um, it's a it's a it's a verse from the original sessions that he couldn't finish, and that's why there's just a very awkward pause in the middle of it. He just he, he started rapping it. He got to a point, and then he was like, "Shit, I'm fucking out of bars." Yeah, he just he just couldn't do it. Damn, couldn't do it. And the Mike P was just like, "Well, we'll just cut that verse." And he's like, "Okay, okay," because Mike P. <laughs> Smart guy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mike P. But yeah, uh, you have anything else, else for, for this one? No, I do not. All right, let's go to Get Your Wicked On by Wolfpack. Let me, let me get the volume back up. I punch bitches in their fake titties I got warrants in like eight cities I like the murder those provoking I swing quick and leave a motherfucker store hanging open I drink the blood of a street rat Tell my nice boogie where the weed at I got 18 plus B's With a plus two dagger from the tomb A hole with C&D Chase heads in with a brick We do, we fuck hotties with the same dick We do, we eat power lines and generators we do. One time we shut Detroit City up for like 11 hours. We the wickedest believe. Yeah. We do. Stevie Wonder Park can see that. Yeah, uh-huh. do. We'll rip your head off and swing it by the hand. Until we get blood everywhere. a little more chuggy than the original but also it doesn't really like add much in my opinion it just kind of like there's kind of chugging through everything there's a lot of there's a lot of sections where the uh in, in the original you know they gave like vocal breaks and stuff for it and in this one it's just like i just want to chug on my guitar through the whole thing you can have one at the end of the verse and that is all. Nowhere else. <laughs> and as such, it just kind of feels like it just squished all the dynamics to nothing. I honestly enjoy this one a lot. Hmm. Um, however, I will say that I wish that the mix was a little like tweaked a bit because there's times where the instrumental is drowning out the vocals. <laughs> um. But this, I mean, I've only listened to some stuff from Wolfpack before, mm-hmm. and this sounds like Wolfpack. So, I mean, I, I think they did fine. Um, but it's it's not super like, holy fuck, this is great, or holy fuck, this is bad. I If you put on either version of this song, I'd be fine with it. Wouldn't really bother me. It's, it's just one where it's just kind of like, we have a riff, and that's the track. Mm-hmm. We will layer in a little bit of piano and whatever the fuck that synth sound is to note that there's a hook. But aside from that, it's the exact same thing the entire way through. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> and that's whatever. Right. All right. We can just keep on moving along. Keep trucking. Track four. Motor Rap. By Filthy Immigrants. (laughs) 
Honestly, can't tell if I like the hook or not. You know, uh, I, I think that this one attempts to fix a problem that I had with the original. Uh, but <laughs> nobody, nobody in all of Psychopathic Records can mix a fucking drum kit. <laughs> nobody, <laughs> not a single one, can mix a goddamn <laughs> drum kit to make. A thrash beat sound good. <laughs> I don't understand it. <laughs> the thing is, is if I remember correctly, filthy immigrants are not a, a psychopathic thing. Well, okay, you know what the fuck I mean. I, mean, I just mean like people I, I mean who, work, who are working people, with them at this okay. point. Like, I distinctly... Wait a minute. I think I actually have something that also features filthy immigrants. Give me one minute. <laughs> so i do you want to know what that is it's one song that features filthy immigrants and that is proposition fuck you by methods of mayhem <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> but anyway please I... go look up that song i love it it's legit one of my favorite songs of all time I love the fucking song. <laughs> but anyway, I, I, I love them just <laughs> giving a big chord for the verse and letting it ride out on the bass. That's cool as shit. That's always mm. great. And then like midway through the verse, they give the little chugs and stuff like that. And then again, just beating the shit out of a drum kit on that hook. If it was just mixed better. It would be fine. <laughs> like that was the thing I... about the original was they were doing this like they were doing that hook over just like nothing it was it was a guitar chugging with nothing yeah. else with it and then like uh the fucking uh hip-hop kit doing a little fill and i'm like why <laughs> you're chugging yeah. where's I, I, the I, fucking kit <laughs> i think i remember you saying before that this that the original version was a song that like at times it kind of just like played and you didn't even think about it yeah like that it wasn't as, as memorable. Oh, it, it was because uh, Get Your Wicked On runs right into it, and so I, I right, they right. kind of just sounded it like, like they were the same song. song. Yeah. Thematically no, and stylistically, they're very close. Right, right. Yeah, I I don't know. I I love what the, the regular instrumental does. Um, and, oh, man, this might... I think now, like, hearing you 
discuss the the hook actually might have changed my mind and maybe i like it more now this is the first one that i would say that about (laughs) which is which is throwing off uh good job good job i'm proud of (laughs) i'm proud of you filthy immigrants of this being a track where the the instrument or sorry the remix is better than the original yeah they pulled it off i think they did, did a good job now, they they, they, they did a good job at taking a thing and and really really working with it on its on its merits. They they took what it had and they were like, what can we do with this? And they worked something really good out of it. Yeah, it's it's definitely solid. It's it's f- more dynamic than what the original one was. The original one I did like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just whenever they they go into the the thrash double time, I'm like, okay, I get what they're doing, but do I like this or do I hate this? And I don't <laughs> know. I'm glad this ex- one doesn't quite drop the bottom out from under you. You you explaining to. it, I think, has has shifted me over to I do like this <laughs> territory. Nice. <laughs> so the uh, the only other thing that uh, I I want to note because I don't think I I never got around to it was listening to the original fucking song because this is a remix of a cover. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't even think about it that way. Son of a bitch. Still haven't no, heard it. The regular one. I don't know. One day. Yeah. I think that's right. it for Murder Rab. Got, got anything else on that? Do I no, have I anything do else? I don't have anything else. Well, let's Track five. Birthday Bitches by Kuma. Okay, everybody, it's clown time. Y'all little motherfuckers, the clown is here. Everybody sit around right here. Saggy the clown has a present for everybody. I got your fucking present hanging next to my nut. Now when I'm swinging on my hatchet, if it hits you, it cuts. Don't make me top your head and half a smack the side with the cheek. Because I haven't had my mellow rolling almost a week. Your fucking mama brought me here to entertain your ass. So no matter what I'm doing, I expected to laugh. Now when you see me do a trick, and even if it is isn't funny, give me props. Unless you want your little necks bloody. I should probably do a cartwheel or something if you move the couch. But that ain't what I'm fucking about. I can sew your mouth shut and pump air. Through your nose and fucking pop your head But we get blood on our clothes Look, I'm a wicked collar, ain't no fucking superhero Ain't that big and scary though I fly like little Ray Mysterio And put the beat down all you little bitches Right in front of your mom And if the bitch gets heated, tell her bring it on the whole song but that's you know that's what we do sometimes <laughs> they they uh they actually extended it by adding the core the that chorus again which is kind of cool mm-hmm. um kuma you're two for two man i think he does some good work even, I, I even though again he doesn't use breaks very well like he just doesn't he just doesn't like to do it i guess <laughs> <laughs> um it's really funny because i was hearing this and like <laughs> your biggest criticism of Chicken Hunt and Slaughterhouse mix is it sounds like a Jim Johnston riff. And let's be real, yeah, this sounds like a Jim Johnston riff. It do, <laughs> it do. <laughs> uh, I I honestly I like this one, and for this being such a short song as is, I don't think that there's really a whole lot that you could just 
make it super big or whatever. It would have yeah. been hard to like make this song bad, to be completely honest. Yeah, it it um, would be foolish to try and like like overproduce this to make it like some big fucking oh, like the, like what for sure. what's there to do with birthday no. bitches exactly and we've said countless times that whenever shaggy gets to do his short songs like those are more often than not some of the more enjoyable spots on an album so if you do something to ruin that then you <laughs> you can't touch any more of their stuff nah. just don't do it just just you have done wrong you need to feel bad about yourself <laughs> and never consider remixing another ICP track. Maybe not even regularly producing an Damn. ICP track at that. So just Ooh. just think about that, producers. Consider. Just, just telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Kuma, you're two for two for me, though. I'm fucking loving I, I want to take that this. challenge to, to some producers never, like, thought about ICP. <laughs> <laughs> here's, here's a We're shaggy solo track. Yeah, just find, just find an acapella of a shaggy solo song don't ever give don't ever have them listen to the original version no. and be like make a beat for this well Just, i, here, I, we'll I think th well th mm -hmm. then i mean like nope nope I don't they, they, they the have original. to hear the original because that puts them on the same level as like the people who are working on these unless some of these people came in blind which <laughs> i could believe that for a few of them and not in a bad way we'll get to it uh mm. I don't know. I, I actually don't know where the next producer um, was from. So, uh, actually, if you give me one moment, the booklet in here does have uh, some production credits, but shows, like, where they're from and shit. Um, so, let's see. Where the fuck is that person? Oh, okay. That's interesting. I'm well, not sure we'll, if we'll, I'm not we'll sure if I know out. who that is, but I'll let you know. We'll, we'll find out in a little bit uh, after track six. Blam, Tino Gross. It's got a really good vibe to it. One thing that I would love to 
to have done with this, though, was to have actually just redone the hook with some smooth vocals. It would be really fucking good because them screaming does not really fit the vibe that they have going. Yes. But if you had like a like an ethereal whisper matched with like a like a deep funky voice to respond in either direction it doesn't matter which one's yeah. doing which part like if you had like like blam and then like you know they'd like whisper in each ear like the the chanted parts it would be so good or you know if it was like blam and then you know like the, the smooth voice doing Free that. Hose. Exactly. You know yeah. what I'm saying. You can hear it because they got a funk guitar and then he's got a wah pedal on the fucking thing. It's <laughs> it's begging for it. So you you seriously like said the same thing that I was going to say. The the <laughs> chorus that they have needs for the instrumental to be heavy. Yep. So that's unfortunately a bit of of, of a misstep. By the way, uh, Tino Gross. Um, is from the group uh, The Howling Diablos, which is a, uh, apparently they do blues, uh, rock, and funk music from Detroit. That's, yeah, that's but all the, very clear. <laughs> but uh, the banjo is by their group's guitarist, Eric uh, Gustafsson. Oh, sure. Um, which, it's it's definitely a cool sound, and I like the song overall, it's just that chorus leaves something to be desired. I legit yeah. think, though, that, like, what you came up with would have sounded fucking great. Uh, it would be so fucking And, dumb. like, 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 they could have had it be, like, it, it like, the, the, the funk, the, f- like, the funk style voice or whatever, like, that deep voice. Jay did that in the original Hocus Pocus. Yeah. With Clown Dog. Yep, <laughs> which was supposed to be George Clinton again, or um, or they could because they may have been on good terms with him at, at this time. Esham can do that, I guess, if he has to be involved. Uh, two thousand six. No, no, no. They I mean, he's gone. on something here. He's on. Like vocals, but he doesn't produce nothing. He's gone. No, no, no that's what point. I mean. Vocals. I want his vocals. He could do the vocal part that I'm talking about. Oh, he's got a voice for it. I've heard him do it once or twice. Yeah, well, they weren't cool at the time, so that's why we didn't get it. <sighs> oh well. I'm oh, sorry. Missed opportunity. Yep. So Tino Gross, go ahead and re-remix this. Yeah, yeah. But just adjust, just adjust the chorus. Just, just literally, <laughs> just rip out those vocals. <laughs> just get them redone. I'd be, I'd be so hyped for that. <laughs> All right. Do you have anything else on this one? Uh, no. All right. Let's move on. We got the two-parter, and I do have a timestamp for both versions. Okay. This is It Rains Diamonds and Bitch Slappers, produced by Kuma.
All right. Yeah. So, so they do me, have a hook in there, but it's it does show up a little bit later. It's really far away, but I did want to bring up one section here. Let me just go to it because there's a break in this track that I liked. Literally right before the hook, actually, so we'll just listen to it. Oh, okay. Something to point out, I didn't notice this at first until I was looking in the little booklet right now, but any of the tracks that have Kuma, if there's guitar on it, it is done by Razorblade Twins. Okay, don't know, cool. Don't know who that is, but okay. I, I dig the guitar work in it. It's very, very cool. Um, it's very smooth. Mm-hmm. I love how they turn this into a double time song. It's it's an interesting feel for a track that I was not that into. I I remember like kind of digging the original for the most part, but it was never really one that I was like, oh yeah, this is my favorite track on the Wraith. Like, if I'm listening to the entire album, then yes, I'm I'm putting it on. It's fine. Hmm. Um, but this one, the 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 double time feel, I really think does a lot for this. It drives a lot. I could Tokyo drift to this. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Yeah, this one this one sounds very very cool. Kuma, you're you're just you're killing this shit right now. <laughs> you're killing it. But does Kuma also kill the latter half of this song that starts at 257? Come on, bitch slap. Come on. Oh, bitch slap to the break. Oh, come on. Come on. Uh, oh, oh, slap to the in the morning, police at my door. Already gotta slap some more. Stuck my hand out through the mouth, shoot. Bitch slap sergeant, his first recruit. I came out the ass, bitch slap son, grade school, high school, bitch slap with guns. I remember getting baptized by the reverend. Bitch slap the Bible out of his hand. The bitch slap master up in the place. I bitch slap Detroit rap face. Don't assume friendliness with fame. I bitch slap the sound out your name. They'll call ya. Cause you're not here. Bitch slapped up a stratosphere. I love that. Cause that says he says Mike P there. Yep. Uma. I fucking love this. Getting all chippy on it. I, I love I actually this. didn't realize until like I had already started writing notes for the next track that they had the other one on that they had the second half of this. So I was just like, oh. So I just wrote like a quick line noting that yeah, it's 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 a little it's get a little chippy in there. And that's yeah, that's nice. I was like, it sounds like an 80s video game. I fucking love it. <laughs> I the uh the there's something different about the hook too. I just put the hook was dope too. I can't remember quite what it was <laughs> on offhand. I didn't even but remember like, there was a hook in it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just towards the end. Um but this Kuma's mix took two songs that were okay. Like bitch slap is just sounds like an old school uh, rap track on the original version of the Wraith. It took two songs that were not bad, 
and just just fucking elevated the shit out of them. <laughs> I fucking love this song. And that's, spoilers, this might be my favorite one on here. And nice. I think it might be better than the original. I could easily say that, yeah. Cool. Uh, you got anything else? Nope. Let's move All on right. to track eight, Thy Staleness. Fritz the Cat. Fritz thy cat. Police station, only speaking. <laughs> Calm down, I can't understand you. Should have went what? to just the part where the fucking music starts. Oh, oh well. Clowns, huh? And now they're at your front door, huh? it up in here and Fritz demolishes this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he does he does the thing that I am begging these remixers to do he accommodates the vocal track that he is given it's so good it's so good man and this is interesting because we have criticized Fritz's remixes in the past I don't remember, but yeah, I probably did. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure it was on uh, Cryptic Collection 3. Um, I'm pretty sure that he handled some of those remixes. Man, I, don't. And I, <laughs> I could be wrong, but I think he also did some of the ones on uh, Fatso Oh, he, he absolutely did, yeah. yeah um, oh, he, we, we definitely know he did because I, I'm pretty sure he did the one where I complained about Madrox's vocals where it sounds like he's using a fucking megaphone. I'm oh. almost certain that one was him. I don't know. But no i was pleasantly surprised it was like holy shit fritz like mm-hmm, good mm-hmm. job because i was really like ah, i see fritz he can do a regular track good but can can a remix be good so he he the staleness, it out <laughs> yeah i think i'm pretty sure that i said whenever we covered the rate that the staleness was one of my top three i fucking love this track it's one of my favorite ones and this may have surpassed the original for me it may have. It absolutely um, did, because I know I didn't like the staleness, so <laughs> here we are. <laughs> See, I liked it just because of the, the the fun storytelling, but the beat on the original was very, very simple, which was fine. It didn't need to be super extravagant. But what I enjoyed with this one is it does have a bit more weight, but he also, towards the end, like, you know how there's that uh, I'm so sorry that I'm so stale yeah. chant? As that gets to the end, he brings that chorus uh, back of the let me make your pain be gone and it I don't know it goes out like in a very cool way also this is what would have had Isham on it 
from yeah. the original one and his <laughs> vocals are gone. So maybe that's why they did that actually. <laughs> I, I also um, really like in in the hook uh, on the stab stab stab. He has like the little like that sound. Yeah, you know. Yeah, the I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the dissonant it's, chord thing. Yeah, I I really like it. This may also be one of the ones that I think is better than the original. And for me to say that whenever I really liked the original is saying something. So, anything else? No. All right. Let's move on to track nine. Hell's Forecast. Mikey Clark. Mikey Clark. For me, the beat itself is cool, but <laughs> I, f- it feels like it's missing something, and I don't know what it is that um, I want. I could probably place a little bit of it. So I do like this one, actually. Uh, I also mm-hmm. just didn't care for Hell's Forecast in general. Uh, mm-hmm. I think this one just kind of moves a bit better because the original was in that was in three and it was just kind of lumbering along. You know, the vocals were doing exactly what the beat was doing and it was just kind of like dum, 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 and whatever. But uh, no, this one, this one changes up the feel of it and it, it just kind of flows a bit better. But um, I think what what you would probably want out of it is just a little bit of a dynamic change on the hook for it because it just kind of drones right through it with the same thing, which is just a thing that people like to do with remixes. But uh, yeah, there's there's like minor changes to it. Again, like they they layer in a few things, but it's not enough to really delineate anything. So you don't really mm. get a feel that it's different. It's just right there but overall i, I do kind of like it and it's it's an easier listen for me because again i just didn't give a fuck about hell's forecast i i also do have a, a big criticism in that the song goes on for an extra minute plus than oh, it needs to um that chorus is only done once in the original song mm-hmm. and then at the end of the song is jay doing his second verse and it um it fades out um, where he says that uh, maybe it is his hell's pit. In this one, it 
does that, but then the track is still going, and then you're like, huh, this is interesting. And then the chorus comes again, eventually. The song did not need to be as long as it is. This is, I believe, a four-minute-long song, something like that. The song ends at 2.42, (laughs) like something, something like that. So... Mike, I'm 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 sorry, but the first Mike had it right the first time. So I mean, I think this... he had it right in terms of the total time of the song. I think his pacing was off. <laughs> <laughs> I just I I don't know this this one just kind of like brought me down because I think it's just longer than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. But that's me. Do you have anything else on this one? Nope. Up next, we have one that we've already heard before. It was another Mikey Clark. It's Juggle Homies. It's trash. Here it is. Actually, hold on a second. (laughs) This is. You know, giving this a listen now, actually. Wait a minute. Hold on a minute. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of liking what you did here, Clark. Yeah, listen listen to those Mikey Clark guitars. Wow. I don't know how I missed this the first couple times. <laughs> My last listen was with these same headphones. It doesn't... I don't think it would be that... I don't... Is it just like... I, I don't know. Is, is it just like being with... Is it, is it the presence of other human beings changes the feel? I don't understand. This is grooving. I like this. Shit. This might be better than the original. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't like what Eshawn was doing, but now I, I feel like he's going for it, you know? <laughs> what? That's fresh. That's fresh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Let's hear what they did with the twisted section. Hold on a minute. Pass it and I give it to my homies, yo. Hit it and quit it, then I give it to my homies, yo. Yeah. That's good. That organ? That's good shit. That's good shit, Clark. God damn. Alright. Mike P, you did an awesome job on that song. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything else on this track? <laughs> I mean, I still like it. Like I still like the the remix. I know it. It's just the the remix version. Honestly, like to 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 be real on it, the remix version has a different feel, but it's meant to kind of be like the the remix is the streets version. Like that's what it is. It's trying that, to be hard. It doesn't. It's the, yeah, that's my dog. It's not streets homies. just because it's garbage. That's not what that homies. means. Everything that we are, homies. Yeah, that's my dog. A thing can be garbage without being streets. <laughs> I know that you vastly prefer the original one, and that's fine. Well, I do that too. I vastly prefer the original. It's just that it's the, the remix sucks. <laughs> it really sucks. <laughs> I still like it. 
<laughs> I knew you weren't gonna like the remake. It's fucking garbage. That's why. <laughs> it's just fucking shit. You know. There's a reason that the original homies wasn't on Hell's Pit. <laughs> it's because it's a fun song. <laughs> Anyways, I think we can move on to track 11, which is Cottonmouth Kings. Feeling lonely again, who's a motherfucker? Feeling like you don't belong, like you the only other. But some of us scrubs got it worse than you. Now homies to call on, a crew to belong to. Some of us have fuck all the bullshit and dropped out. Some of us stood up to fight but got knocked out. Some of us like to cuss and don't like your format. We like the wicked shit and chose not to ignore Some of us can't get asked to save our own. Some of us be living out of our cars and carry on. Some of us see the budget suites as our real apartment and make it take off your shoes on our carpet. Some of us are on parole and can't leave the state And some are dead and gone, my homie place can be late And some can't afford a free phone call But then some of us is equal as all Think about that This was a track that, uh, again, on the original, I never really cared much for It was the It was the track where I was like well, it's time for me to go back and listen to the one right before it. Um, <laughs> but uh, this, this is one where uh, I, I would say that it sounds like the people who were brought in to do it did not listen to the original and crafted something that sounds like an entirely new song from the original one. This sounds distinct. Like, I don't know, it's pretty fresh to me. Do you know why it sounds distinct? Hmm. Because I would put money down that they, the Cottonmouth Kings, took a song that they were going to rap over and decided to just put this on it. Huh. Um, this is literally like a textbook Cottonmouth Kings song. They, um, the, the, the drum kit that they use for this stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like it is a specific Cottonmouth King beat that you hear in almost every one of their songs. Then that I, seems I kid you not. Seems less like a case of them using a beat that they had for something else, and more just that's how they make beats. <laughs> but well, but, but I'm saying this came out in 2006. They had an album also come out that year, mm-hmm. and had this instrumental also been on that album, I wouldn't have thought twice about it. Yeah, like. It literally just sounds like one of their beats that they made, and it wasn't necessarily for this. Like it fits. Don't get me <laughs> yeah, wrong. It doesn't feel wrong solid. to have it there. It's just, it's just if if you if I had never heard this song before, and you threw it at me and was like, "Hey, here's an ICP song. Somebody remixed it. Who do you think did?" Like I would say, Cottonmouth Kings, because hmm. I just I know what they sound like. Okay. And uh, I don't. And, so I mean, it's right, <laughs> and it's not bad. Like yeah. I, I still like it. I did like the original one though. Um. So I think that this is probably for me. It's on par with the original. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, but no, it it is. It's still a well made song. It's just 
it sounds like every other Cottonmouth King song <laughs> from from pretty much like 2004 to 2010, I would say. <laughs> so, Well, I don't have anything else for this. Neither do I. This one was a really simple one to listen to. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. All right. Track 12, Cotton Candy and Popsicles. Filthy Immigrants. Go step to them bitches over there. Fuck that. You go step to them bitches. And uh, so, you, you'll re- recall back to before we started recording, when I, I, I sound tested us, mm-hmm. and I, I played an MC Chris song. Mm-hmm. There's a reason that was the nearest thing that I had on hand at the time, and it was because I heard this, and I went and listened to the track off of MC Chris Goes to Hell, Potato Cakes, which this track is just incredibly like in my opinion (laughs) and also a very good track interesting yeah i i don't know i like this this remix um this is also kind of similar to how um which track was it with blam where i'm Mm -hmm. like i kind of want that chorus to be heavy yeah um but it's it's okay that it's not. Um, the the I mean, when you say it's like oh sweet little poppy beat, the original beat was kind of like that too. <laughs> Let's be real. Well, this one is much more <laughs> like I don't know. I I don't know. It's it's not bad. I think I might prefer it over the original one a little bit. But like I said, I still kind of wish that the. The chorus had something a little bit heavier, but I think it's the original still, still brought in like the, the the rock guitar that Mike P still has. Still had Zug Island. Yeah. We just with this we only have sin. <laughs> Reading lyrics that Violin J wrote. <laughs> Regrettable. <laughs> oh, it's not that bad. Anyway, all right, that's that. We're coming up to the end. We're getting there. Track 13, Crossing Thy Bridge. Kuma. 
What you got? I think that Kuma did a very good job again. <laughs> I think the verses are solid. Um, yeah. That said, and it's really only a, a problem in the first hook, but half of it feels kind of empty. Well, yeah, it's because he cuts out the guitar part of it. Yes. The, it, I, I wish he had a low end to fill out most of that, but he does not. Uh, and mm-hmm. the bottom really drops out of the hook on this one. Yeah. The the other thing is, I mean, the original song was very, like, it was a rock song. Yeah. Okay? There's no denying that it was a rock song. Mm-hmm. My issue is, you don't need to have super intricate drums, you know, no. uh, 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 rhythms, rather, for that. And the... The hook feels very complicated for no reason. Right. It, like, it's it it's doesn't the part where they need... ramp up the energy on it, and it's like that's where you want it more open. You want less going on for that. Yeah. <laughs> like I just want more volume in the sense of give me the guitars. Yeah. Um. Which it, it the really guitars throughout just... the rest of this sound good, mm-hmm. and which sound which are very reminiscent of the original ones in the original song. Yep, there's, which is there's very a cool. lot of stuff that he he carried over a lot of inspiration from the original, which is really good. Um, yes, but he he definitely just kind of drops a lot of the energy out from under it, where the the vocals are still going hard, but like mm-hmm. there's nothing there backing yeah. them is the problem. Yeah, the fact that in the in the beginning of the hook, and again it's fixed, especially towards the end of it. But, like, in the very beginning part, there's, like, that – it almost sounds like static mm-hmm. uh, in the first line that Jay says. And then they get rid of it whenever he's belting. And I'm like, no, they should have switched that, in yeah. my opinion. Like, I think that that's how it should have gone. But uh, who the fuck am I? I'm not a fucking music producer. I don't know the shit. You're just, just a regular guy. I am. I'm just somebody who's expressing my distaste for the finished product. <laughs> <laughs> But no, that's not true. I, I do still think that this is a very good one. Yeah. And Kuma is, the, in my opinion, the standout. So, um, But that's all I really have. This I, I liked the original, but I still think that the original one is probably the one I would listen to offhand. Yeah. yeah. I, I think, as, as we've said with, uh, as I said with a lot of the uh, Fatso Earth 2 stuff, there is a, a synthesis that that would create... A very good track out of the two of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Right on. Up next, track 14, The Raven's Mirror. Fritz the Cat. Can I stop myself from murdering your neck? Methadone and Prozac only keep me in check. As soon as it's gone, I'm gonna kill! And that was my last refill. God damn it! I drink lithium and I don't even know what it is. Only reason why you diss me is cause you wanna sip. Every time I drink it, I piss out a laser and cut holes in the wall with my dick face. Time I assume I bit smack the judge right out of his own courtroom court. Then I took the bench and sentenced myself Eternal happiness and good health, motherfucker, motherfucker. I represent the hatchet I see your eyeball looking at me, I'ma snatch it And throw it to the garbage can down the hall And kick you in your ass when you search your corporate We be doing murder every day 
Cat, he's maintaining his funky groove through all of this. The man Indeed. loves the funk. What a what a renegade. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um again, I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Cause Fritz nailed this fucking remix. Mm-hmm. It's it's alright. Like, did not expect that. Um, one reason that I asked that uh, you continue it into Jay's verse is because he did something that the original song did as well. Yeah. The original version, there's like that uh, car crash that takes place in the middle of the chorus, mm-hmm. and then it gets to a much uh, much more dark beat yep. of Violent Jay, you know, talking about like how he's, you know, at his own funeral and shit. And he does something similar here, changes the beat up, fits it so fucking well shit (laughs) like i really i'm 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 giving props because he did that fits with the rest of the song very well and i did like the original one this one i think is on par um it's it's kind of a toss-up of like hey put put on the song which one came on that doesn't fucking matter still a good song Hmm. um but yeah fritz fucking dude two for two on here good job yeah, <laughs> fucking did good work. Did, did good, did good, did good things. <laughs> I can't fucking talk. <laughs> but yeah, that's <laughs> it for that one. No, I, I didn't okay. really have. Any, I mean, the Ravens Mirror wasn't really a track that I was all that. You know, right. I wasn't really about it in general. But you know, the beat is good and stuff. Yeah. Track fifteen, the last track, the final one, Thy Wraith. You know, gross. Posted about this earlier today. I, I tweeted this out. I don't, oh, think, I, I don't think anybody noticed this. What I said was, the whoever whoever produced this, and now I know who it is, was clearly clearly digging some fucking home improvement, and heard that flute guitar interplay, the little blues rock guitar and flute interplay in that intro, and was like. I'm going to use this for a beat. And I love this beat, but what the fuck is it doing here? <laughs> what is it doing on this track? 
I I hate this. <laughs> I really, really do. I have spent the better part of this album honestly enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily like loving it, but there's some tracks on here that I th- I really do love, and some I'm just like, eh, okay, they they tried whatever. But this album, which the original Wraith of 17 tracks, has an intro and has obviously the unveiling. It did not have those two songs on here. So this yeah. is the last track. And this ends this album, this, in my opinion, solid fucking album with a fucking whimper. <laughs> I was seriously like, whenever I got to the end of this, I was like, God damn, that's like so anticlimactic. I have no idea why the fuck they did <laughs> Like, oh man, uh, it's hilarious. Cause Tino it's... Gross, we sang your praises on Blam, but like, I'm still singing their praises. I love their work, but I don't know what it's doing with this track. I don't it, know why yeah, it's this here. Is, this this is probably the most like, for lack of a better term, this is probably the most offensive <laughs> instrumental <laughs> vocal pairing yeah, the that track, we have. It's such a weird on track. Here. Like, I just don't understand. Like, but it's also yeah. just such a good fucking it's such a good beat it bothers me it bothers me so fucking much but But that's it we did it yeah that's that's it that's the wraith remix albums uh shangri-la yeah shmeev yeah your thoughts it's okay it's pretty good you know um the 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 hell's forecast that we got of this album uh was pretty fucking terrible um but uh no it was uh, it was actually pretty good aside from that good job it was like it, it was basically like like hell's pit where hell's forecast was just not a good track and we got to the actual hell's pit and it was a good album <laughs> there you go <laughs> you know it worked yeah. out yeah I think that for people who enjoyed The Wraith, this was going to be something that was just a new take on songs that they liked. And if they Mm -hmm. didn't like The Wraith, either they weren't even going to give us a fucking chance or they may have decided, okay, well, maybe maybe there's something on here that is redeemable. I could definitely see this being more appealing to people who didn't care for the style of The Wraith. Yeah, I I would say so. And the, the fact that they were working with some other producers for it... Um, might have been the case. I mean, maybe somebody popping on this and and seeing like, oh shit, they got, they got a Cottonmouth Kings beat on this. Holy shit! <laughs> um, I'm not. I, I'm I'm almost certain that that wasn't the reason why people bought this. But again, I think that this is honestly a very solid collection of remixes from the Wraith an album that I have grown to love a lot over the years. And I would honestly say that some of these tracks outshine their original counterparts. Yeah. Um, and most of them, I'd say probably a good, I'd say close to two thirds of them are about on par with them. Honestly, hmm. uh, there's only a couple that I'm like, nah, this, this really wasn't it. So with that said, I'm shocked that they managed more than one really good remix. <laughs> I'm shocked that you actually 
found one. Well, they did a good <laughs> job finally. They fucking <laughs> they put the fucking effort in. <laughs> okay, so when we when we do our top three, obviously we know homies is the fucking best thing ever. That goes without saying. I mean, listen to we it. Know. <laughs> Listen to that. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> they got Rootboy in there? Okay. <laughs> damn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> what do you have for your top three? Uh, Thy Wraith. No. <laughs> Fuck right <laughs> off. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna get murder rap on there. It's really good. Okay. Um, I'm gonna get blam in there. And um, here we go. Um, oh, I really like murder rap. And there is also blam. Hmm. This happens on every episode. This is a Literally tough job. Episode. I have a difficult job to do here, okay? <laughs> this is very hard. You people at home, you don't have any fucking clue because you have never once, never once participated in this. That's not true. I think maybe, maybe uh, Jiggles did once. I don't remember. Anyway. Uh... I'd probably just go with it rains diamonds, honestly. All right. It's it's hard to tell if that's like best on this album or just most improved. You know what I mean? I mean, I I basically said which ones you liked the best, and if you think that any of them improved over the originals, then so be it. Well, I, what I mean is, I'm not sure if uh, I'm I'm not sure how my brain is is uh, is reading them right now because you know I'm not oh, actively okay. listening to them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um if i was picking well you I am, you are you have to <laughs> uh, yeah yeah i am um i am going with it rains diamonds bitch slappers um that is that is legit my favorite one on here <laughs> sure kuma you're a goddamn genius um i'm gonna go with the staleness and this one was a little bit hard for me. It's kind of a toss up between the Raven's mirror and uh murder rap. But again, I think because of your explanation, I think it's going to be murder rap. I think that you, you kind of swayed me over it and I'm okay with their, their double time for the thrash part. Woo. Um, so then what is the one that we remove? <laughs> you know, Although do we, you know, do we need we to say know. it? It's done. It's gone. Goodbye. All right. Sorry. Sorry. The wraith. <laughs> now the wraith can stay. That that wraith is is no. great. No. <laughs> no. Tops. <laughs> no. <laughs> the homies remix gets to go like well, if we ever made our own playlist, it goes at the very top. <laughs> the regular homies goes at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Homies <laughs> Remix has the distinguished position of being removed from two albums. <laughs> That's so rude. Well, it's a garbage track. It was rude no, to produce it's it. It's fine. It's fine. 
He doesn't hate it that much, everybody. I do. It's okay. Don't even. He's don't just, even try to twist joking. my fucking it's words. Just, just joking with you. Stupid it's okay. fucking track. It's, it's trash. so good. But that is the album. That is our review of it. What were your favorite remixes yeah. on this? Did you think that any of these were better than the original tracks? We found some of them. Maybe, yeah. Maybe you agree. Maybe you disagree. Who you knows? could. You could tell us. At our various social medias. Yeah, like our Facebook. Juggalo Judgment. Twitter. At Juggalo Judgment. There's Instagram. At Juggalo Judgment. You could decide that you want to send an email. Juggalo Judgment at gmail.com. You could decide that you want to just... Talk to one of us exclusively. You want to talk behind the backs of the other member of this podcast. And so if you wanted to hit me up just to just to talk shit on Shmeev mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and tell me that, yes, you agree. Juggalo Homies has a good, solid remix. If you want to be wrong quietly <laughs> with this chuckle fuck, you can do that. You can hit me up on my Twitter at Mike Spawn the S E J or on Instagram at Straight Edge Juggalo. However, if if you wanted to to talk to this other one behind the paint, <laughs> you could do so on Twitter at Schmeev. And 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 that's it. So thank you as always. For listening to Juggalo Judgment. Yeah, thanks for coming. Be, be sure to be sure to throw our episodes in the faces of everybody that you meet. Yeah. Maybe want... by the time but oh yeah, uh yeah, throw throw the episodes at people and also um uh give give us reviews or something if you're feeling so inclined yeah. on, on you, podcast like it, that's cool. platforms. It's possible that by the time that this goes up, you may even be able to support us on a whole different platform. Oh my god, that might be a thing. It might be a thing. And we'll announce it. I'll probably cut in here and tell you if it becomes a thing. If there's not a cut in here, nothing happened yet. Right. Don't worry about it. We may have already said something if it was a thing. Yeah. (laughs) Who fucking knows? (laughs) It's all mystery. And then in the next episode after this, we'll talk about it at the beginning of the episode. Exactly. Because we'll be all excited about it. You can also, if you weren't already made aware of it, which I Uh-oh. mentioned it on a mic check from however fucking long ago, that I was featured on the ICUP with We podcast again, which was fucking awesome. Yeah. And go ahead. If you didn't already check that out, go and check them out. Support them. There are some cool fucking dudes. Like, Hell I really yeah. enjoy talking to them. I feel like if I ever got to meet them in person, it'd be the coolest thing ever. I'm hype. It's possible but, that I was also back on that show in that time frame. I, oh God, when's that happening? They said in two <laughs> weeks. Oh, well then, yeah, by then yeah, it would have yeah. already been. <laughs> I've also but, been back on ICU with me. And let me tell you, it was a great time. I had fun. <laughs> Shmeev ends up like cutting it's like it was the worst fucking thing ever I don't know why I said this shit <laughs> but that's 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 it that's all we got for y'all there's only so with one thing just one one thing left finish your motherfucking fagels fagels I don't know if it's
Peace. Peace, peace out, y'all. Some poison or some islands, sir. The very kind of